Right, the time now 17 past 7 on Radio Veritas and a very good morning to Andrea Gonzalez. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning, Father Emil. How are mm, you? Very, very well, thank you. You must be very excited. I am. I, I have no words. Couldn't sleep last night. Oh, my goodness. All getting ready to go to Rome with a beautiful eternal city. Yes. yes. I've been packed for the past two weeks. Yes. So I'm ready to go. Very, very good. Andrea, listen, let me tell people about you first of all. You are the chairperson of the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Group or Society or call it what you like in South Africa. And uh, you're now going to Rome for the, there's a big international uh, conference taking place in Rome. And we thought, let's talk a little bit about that. What's, what's going to be happening? Sure. Uh, maybe before I tell you about the conference, if yes. I could possibly just give you some background to the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. Please, yes. Fantastic. So the renewal really started in February 1967 right. out in Pennsylvania, United States of America. Yeah. And it was founded by a group of students who were on a retreat. And they began praying for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And through that process, many of them had a profound experience of baptism in the Spirit, and they started sharing that with their fellow students. Mm -hmm. And as a result, the Catholic Charismatic Renewal then spread like wildfire across the United States of America, Mm. and a national service team was established in the United States. And then we also established an international office in Italy. So... It started 50 years ago, mm. and today we have plus minus 150 million Catholic Charismatic members of the Renewal. Good Lord. This year, we celebrate our Golden Jubilee. Right. So um, that is the reason for the conference in Rome. Okay. So the conference starts tomorrow, and it ends on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a variety of workshops, theological symposiums, three outreaches, uh, the School of Evangelization celebrates the Jubilee as well, um, and various sort of festivals for young people mm-hmm. and for the priests attending as well. Okay. But I think, I think Father, the highlight for us is really uh, the fact that the Pope will be spending, uh, will be doing a vigil with us on Saturday, and then on Sunday the Pope will be doing a Holy Mass for the charismatic members. Very good. How many are you expecting? Um, from Cape Town alone, there are 15 people going, right. and then we've got about just under 10 from Johannesburg. Right. But internationally, there are groups of between 30 and 90 people going. So, yes, we're expecting a couple of thousand people at the conference. Okay, and where will it be held in Rome? It's at St. Peter's in Rome, and there are various other venues where the workshops will be held. Okay, all right. Well, I really hope it goes very well. But now, Andrea, you are the chairperson of the South African Charismatic Arm. What does it mean being the chairperson? Oh, <laughs> so just some background to that as well. The national structure in South Africa dissolved about nine, ten years ago. Mm. So for the past ten years, each diocese has been operating almost in isolation. Yes. And last year, uh, the Bishop Victor Palana was appointed by the Bishop's Conference just to try and unify the charismatic renewal in South Africa. Mm. And as a result, we met and we set up an interim committee. And I was asked to be chairperson of the National Interim Committee. It's been the most challenging role, but the most blessed role ever. Mm, okay, so that's what you are, the chairperson of the Catholic Charismatic. So you must be full of the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. 
<laughs> you know, people often say the charismatics are all very sort of happy, clappy people and so on. Yes. Is, is that all we are? Happy, clappy? <laughs> and I'd like to think what does that mean to be the happy clappy? I mean, b- being in the charismatic uh, movement, I know maybe we should start first be- before we talk about happy clappies. W- w- how does the Catholic charismatic renewal movement manifest itself in our country? In our country? Well, I, I, I think in the Catholic Church. The yeah. Church is charismatic. Yeah. And, 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 and I think when, when people encounter or have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, it just enriches the relationship with Jesus. Mm. So, so once they come into a personal relationship with Jesus, things change. Mm. And, and you see that change through the renewal in the commitment to pray, mm. in their hunger to learn more about their faith, in the use of the gifts and the catechism, and then also you see it in the involvement in their own parishes. And, and are they in, in many parishes, or are they just a select few groups around the oh. place? Uh, in Cape Town, we've got 21 active prayer groups. In Johannesburg, there's about 33 groups, and wow. seven in Pretoria. And Durban, there are about four active groups. Okay, well, so there are some active groups around. And, and, yes. and are they purely Catholic, or do you have a lot of non-Catholics coming as well? They're pure, mostly purely Catholics. Yes. Um, Non-Catholics really attend the events that we have. Mm. So, so we have quite a few big events happening in the diocese, mm. and we find that non-Catholics are also drawn to those events. Mm-hmm. What, does it, what does it really mean to you, that the Holy Spirit? How does the Holy Spirit really grab you? How, how can you encourage people to become interested in the Holy Spirit? Or maybe you sh- I should be asking you, what does it mean to you? What does the Holy Spirit mean to you in your life? Or is that too personal a question? Oh, no, not at all. Um, my first real encounter with the Holy Spirit was when I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Typical teen, uh, teenager living a life of, of fun. And at that point, I realized it's virtually impossible to live an abundant life without um, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And unless we are led by the Holy Spirit, it's the only only way um, that we can draw closer to God. So for me, it was a personal decision, and it hasn't always been easy. It's been quite challenging at times. Mm. But without the Holy Spirit, I would not have been able to be who I am today Mm. and do what I do today. So for me, the Holy Spirit has helped me to be brave, to be live on radio, um, Mm. to guide me, to direct me, to comfort me, to lead me. And really, for me, it's about being real and mm. living an authentic life. Andrea, do you ever have you ever found in your life that there are times when you're on a Holy Spirit high and other times when you're on a Holy Spirit low? Yes. That there are times when you say, oh, it's wonderful to be full of the Spirit, and there are other times when you, know, you feel persecuted, you feel a bit down in the dumps and so on. You say, what's happened to the Holy Spirit? Yes. Um, many times, actually. Yes. So, you know, we, we, we live in the world and we have to we have to face the challenges and the obstacles that, mm. we, that, we, follow, that we find in the world, mm. personal work in church as well. But, um, so yes, I do go through the highs and lows. Yes. But I must be honest with you, belonging to a charismatic prayer group right. is really where I found um, the strength to overcome those, 
sort of peaks and valley periods. Yes, yes. You see, I, I'm asking that because I know there are many people who think, oh, these charismatics, they're always on a high. They're always, mm-hmm. you know, happy clappies and all that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, life is not like that. I mean, there must, there must be times in our lives when we say, oh, you know, mm. they had it in the early church. Maybe you, if you go to, if you read the Acts of the Apostles, or even uh, you know a bit of the background of the Gospel of John, for example, when he was writing to the people in Asia Minor, there, I mean, there's, there's people who were experiencing great persecution and 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 saying, you know, is it all worthwhile? And, and is Jesus? Did he really rise from the dead? And so on. And and so th- I think it's really part and parcel of our faith that we must. Accept the fact that there are going to be highs and lows, that we need some encouragement in our lives. Yes, definitely. Mm. Totally agree with you. Yeah. And um, I, I, I have found that many of our many of our members um, share intimately yeah. in terms of the challenges and the obstacles that they face. Mm. And we encourage our members to um, testify and evangelize, mm. so that people who don't belong to the charismatic renewal. Yeah, more than just the happy clappies in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's wonderful that, that there are people like yourself who have k- kind of refound the mm. power and the strength of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because indeed, we, you know, Jesus said, I will send you another comforter That's who right. will be with you forever. And yes. uh, it's the spirit of truth. It's the Holy Spirit. And we need to, to claim that great gift of Jesus to us. Do you find you get a lot of support from the the clergy, for example? Um, Mm. Yes, we do. Um, So we have had various interactions with the clergy. Mm. um, And just some background, each diocese has a spiritual director appointed by the bishop of that diocese to look after the charismatic renewal in that diocese. Mm. So we, we lean on the clergy quite often, especially when we have our novenas to the Holy Spirit or campaigns, um, and we we, we really lean on them to do the talks at our events as well. Yes. Okay, and now when you go to Rome, let's let's go back to Rome again. Um, What are some of the things, I know you you mentioned some of this already, Uh, the Holy Father is going to be with you at the vigil on Saturday evening. Is that the only time you're going to be seeing the Holy Father? No. no. So when we arrive tomorrow, we're going to have a general audience with the Holy Father. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, he's going to join us for the Pentecost vigil. Yes. And on Sunday, he'll be joining us for the Pentecost Holy Mass. Okay. Okay, there you go. So so you'll have a, a fair amount to, to be, a fair, a fair time to be with the Holy Father. Well, I hope he's going to give you all a lot of encouragement and hopefully that you are going to give him encouragement as well. My goodness, he also needs encouragement. You know, we often think of the Holy Father, that he's the Holy Father, he's the kind of supreme being in the church, in the the world. And yet I'm sure he has a lot of problems and difficulties. He too must have his ups and downs and there are lots of people who are critical of him and so on. So we must really pray for him and support him in his great ministry. Anything else you're looking forward to in Rome? In Rome? Um, well, after Rome, as the group that's going from Cape Town will be moving on to a pilgrimage to Fatima and Lourdes. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, so we've taken some of the prayer intentions of our members, mm-hmm. and we will be um, carrying that with us on pilgrimage when we uh, spend some time in Fatima, oh. and then move on to Lourdes. Okay. Well. Have you been there before? 
I've never been there before, so this is my first time. Beautiful. Beautiful, wonderful. I mean, uh, Fatima, of course, is all in the throes of great excitement at the moment with the the canonizations. But uh, for me, Lourdes is, that's my place. I love going to Lourdes. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just so quiet and peaceful and prayerful. Uh, you know, it's it's become a lot. It's become somewhat commercialized, commercialized, yes. with uh, repositories all over the place and so on. But once you get to the shrine and you get to the Adoration Chapel and so on, and the little river that flows through Lourdes, it's just beautiful. It's oh. so quiet and peaceful. And mm, pray for me when you get there, please. I will definitely, Father. Andrea, thank you so much indeed. Andrea, anything more you'd like to share with us? Um, yes, there's quite a bit more. So. From a national perspective, Father, I just wanted to share some of the events that's happening uh, with the build-up to Pentecost. Mm-hmm. In Johannesburg and Pretoria, they have combined to do a Pentecost rally, starting from Friday to Sunday, and that's at the cathedral in Johannesburg. Right. And that's our spiritual director, Father Joseph Wilson, who will be leading that campaign right. um, in Johannesburg and Pretoria. Okay. In Durban, we've got Father George's Bidzocha, leading the Life and the Spirit Seminar at St. Peter's Parish. And that he's also invited five priests mm-hmm. to join him on Sunday for Pentecost Mass at 3 o'clock. Right. And in the Camus Uppington Diocese, we've got a Pentecost revival led by Father Ebuka Afoma. Mm-hmm. And that starts on Wednesday and leads up to Saturday. Right. And then in Cape Town, we've started the Life and the Spirit Seminar on Friday. And we end on Sunday with Pentecost Mass in Athlone. Okay. Um, but one of the biggest events in South Africa will be a conference that we are having in October. Right. The conference is called Spreading the Fire, and it's really just our way of bringing the 50th uh, Golden Jubilee anniversary celebrations to South Africa. Right. So we've invited an international charismatic speaker. We've got some local and national priests who have agreed to join us. Mm-hmm. And the conference will be running over four days. Okay. Wow, that's a big undertaking. Mm. Well, I hope that goes very, very well. Thank you so much. We're even having up here in Johannesburg in Fosleris, you know, that even yes. the Holy Spirit has found Fosleris. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we got one of our presenters, Father Smilo Mungadi, and, uh, and he's got a... He's got a um, a little promo that keeps that he keeps telling people about, you know, this this is this Pentecost rally, that's the pre-Pentecost rally at the Fosleris, and I often joke in the studio here, oh, the Holy Spirit has found Fosleris. <laughs> there we go. But he's inviting people to join Our Lady and the the apostles in the upper room in Fosleris. So even Our Lady has found Fosleris. You see. So <laughs> Wonderful. He's full of life, full of spirit, my goodness. Andrea, it's so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And have a super time in Rome and at the Lourdes and Fatima. And please do pray for us. We will definitely. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. And God bless you and the listeners. God bless you. And thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much. There we go. Andrea Gonzalez, who is the interim chairperson of the Catholic Charismatic Renewal in South Africa, leaving tonight for Rome for the International Charismatic Conference taking place in Rome over this coming weekend. Okay, well, that's where we leave it. The time is now 28 minutes to 8.